0: The November issue of Moonbeams Magazine includes some amazing tips for holiday survival. And today, we are serving the tea on seven more magical tips for navigating the holidays with as much grace, harmony, and peace as possible.
1: Welcome to Starlight Tea, where we're serving the tea for living a magically creative life. I'm Belinda Boring. And I'm Christy Cook.
0: Starlight Tea Podcast, a member of the Once Upon a Podcast Network, is brought to you by Of Starlight and Moonbeams a team of authors and creators whose goal is to bring more magic and creativity to life. Like the stars and the moon, our mission is to share our light in the darkness, guiding others to discover their own light to shine forth to. To receive notifications of new episodes of Starlight Tea and new issues of Moonbeams magazine, as well as exclusive gifts and offerings, be sure to subscribe to our newsletter at of starlightandmoonbeams.com.
1: So Belinda, what's in your cup this week? Well, it is freezing cold. So you think that I'd have something nice and hot in my cup, but I don't. I have my summer tumbler with some nice iced cranberry raspberry flavored water. Mm -hmm. And at least it's water. I still have not had soda and that's been, it's getting easier. It's getting easier, like not to reach for it. So that is good. So that's what's in my physical cup today. Um, in my life cup, well, crap, it's busy. Um, today is my grandson's birthday. He turns three. And so with that, I can't believe I have a three-year-old, but with that, it's just planning for his birthday party on Sunday. So a lot of stuff has gone into doing a bluey themed and it's been really hard not to kind of go crazy with it. So I'm, Having to remind myself, he's three and his core memory may just be that he gets to hang out and play with his friends and his cousins, as opposed to the little cutouts that grandma does and the aesthetic and stuff like that. So I have that. But other than that, yeah, it's December 1st and we're kicking off the holiday season here at The Boring Family. Tomorrow, I think we're going to go have breakfast with Santa. And so that's exciting. How fun. We have this, the last of the three circles, the sacred circles tomorrow. So that's exciting. And so, yeah, what else is going on? That's just what's going on in my next two days. (laughs) Uh, What else? (laughs) Just like, goodness gracious. Oh, I got my CT scan back about my jaw. I actually haven't fractured it. The CT showed it better than the x-ray, but. I the pain has come back. It's intensified and it's going up into my head, down my arm. And so now they think that it's TMJ or it's something in there. And so I still have to go see a surgeon. I'm really worried they're going to tell me I have to stop talking. (laughs) I'm like, (laughs) what do I do? And they're like, you can't open your mouth. To you know, to what? And I'm like, dude, I laugh all the time. I'm always singing, I'm smiling. My mouth and my jaw work overtime constantly. So I'm like, what am I gonna do? (laughs) So I'm not quite (laughs) sure what's happening. I have to find a surgeon down in the valley because there's no one up here that will take our insurance. So yeah, I'm just gonna leave it at that because if I start thinking about more about what's on my plate oh, I might just cry a little (laughs) because there's just so much. But it's all good stuff. That's the thing. It's good stuff that I have on my plate that I'm excited for and getting ready to start writing all my uh, magazine articles for our Yule edition. Mm -hmm. And so I'm excited because that's all been percolating in my brain. Just feeling very grateful for the end, like the end of the year is coming. Like this is the final month. It's good. It's been an amazing year. And so, yeah. What about you, Christy? What's in your cup this week?
0: Yeah, I'm busy too, (laughs) in a whole different way. (laughs) Um, In my physical cup, I have water. And that is a good thing because I have been going, going so much. I have had a few sodas because they're easy to grab when you're driving around. But I've noticed I am not getting my normal water intake and I can feel it like my lips are starting to chat. My skin's starting to dry. I mean, I can start noticing, you know, how it's affecting me. So I'm trying to guzzle down that water. Drink your water, people. Uh, Your body needs (laughs) it. So, yeah, I have been um, in my life cup. I've been getting ready for van life has been a huge focus of the last week now. So I got my
1: van. I'm so excited. I know.
0: I think the last episode I had it selected, but I hadn't actually gone to get it yet. But I got it. I've taken it to the mechanic. It needs one little thing and it needs a new battery. But it's in great condition. He said no problems driving it across the country. And um, yeah, so I'm excited. And um, all of my things are starting to come in. My power generator came in today. The solar panels should be in, I think, tomorrow. My refrigerator should be here tomorrow. So those are my really big and high dollar ticket items. So, um, yeah, the big stuff is it's all happening. It's all coming together. Now I got to clean it. Um, it is older. It's a 2002, so it is older, and uh, it needs a good cleaning. And take the seats out and start putting it together so I can move my stuff in. And then um, I don't know. I might. It's just beautiful. The my...
1: <laughs> she is a beautiful van,
0: like, like man. Her. But yeah, I think I'm kind of like really wanting to just throw everything that doesn't fit in her in the dumpster and set it on fire. <laughs> You've reached that part of the
1: process. Yay.
0: Yeah. (laughs) It doesn't take long, right? No, it doesn't. But there's some stuff to sell and donate. And we are just going to mention it again. We're still having a big sale on the website of starlightmoonbeams.com for books and jewelry. Um, I would rather ship them out to people's homes. Otherwise, they're being shipped to Belinda, so she can ship them out to people's homes later. <laughs> yeah, we'd rather get them out and uh, in people's hands who actually want to read them and not sit on shelves. I don't know though. What do you do with your sign books? Do you let them sit on shelves or do you actually read them?
1: I don't. Re- they sit on shelves. I don't touch them yeah. afterwards. <laughs> I go here. and get the ebook. I don't know I'm just very particular and right now my signed books are in a box because I haven't unpacked yeah. them since we moved same
0: and with so, mine. most of mine are too um I don't poor, think I've even books. bought any since I've been here maybe a couple but yeah I those are the things that, that are going in storage are my signed books because I'm not getting rid of those they're all because there's a lot of memories tied into them, too. Um, I have some good ones like Anne Rice, but a lot of them are my author friends that I have met, you know, in my previous travels and they, they mean something to me even more than yeah, I appreciate having Anne Rice um, a signed book by her because I love her books and she's not with us anymore. But just as much or more, I appreciate and love the sign books by all of my friends that I've met and, you know, have actually created memories with. So yeah, that's one of the few things in my cherished pile that will be going into storage. But yeah, that's what... um, In between there is my day job and recording podcasts and working on the next issue of the magazine, getting ready for our final sacred circle of the fall series for 2023. And then we'll be getting ready for the new moon circle um, coming. Let's see, (laughs) when this podcast comes out, it'll be the next week. So yeah, there's always something going on. Right. And then we have Yule coming up too. Yep. So and then we have Yule, which I will be doing from the road. So that will be our first circle from the road, our first ceremony. Oh, how exciting. I know. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> I'm excited. I am so excited. But I'm also like a little bit in that panic mode too. Like how the hell am I going to get all this shit done before I got to take off? And that's when I start thinking, maybe I'll just throw it in the dumpster and set it on fire because I can't,
1: I don't even know how it's all going to get done. One step at a time. My favorite, yeah. favorite saying is you can definitely eat an elephant. Doesn't matter how big that elephant is. You can eat it one bite at a time. And so, yeah, yeah. try not to psych yourself out. You're just going to do it one step at a time. And you've started, yep. you've got your van, yep. you've been organizing and things. No dumpster fires. <laughs> oh, we'll see. <laughs> no promises. <laughs> I can't promise anything. <laughs> the
0: fun thing, though, is my neighbors are so excited for me, and I live in a um a community of a lot of retired people. It's a golf community, and with a club and everything. And I don't have those privileges because the landlords do, which is my uncle. Um, They get to use all that stuff. So, But my community is a lot of older, retired people. And they are just so excited for me. Like a couple are like, aren't you scared? You're going to live in a van? What? But I brought it home and they're all just so excited. And they're like, you got it. And then, yeah, when my power generator was there, they're like, I'll help you take it upstairs. And (laughs) I know they're so excited for me. So that's kind of fun. But it's making me a little sad now because i you know sometimes you just don't know how much of a difference you make to the people around you know because
1: you might not have
0: like a really close relationship with them but it's enough where you know they're familiar faces it's kind of a bit of a community so yeah it'll be harder to leave than i thought it would be So before we dive in, this is your reminder to subscribe to our newsletter to receive weekly news, updates on our offerings, and exclusive gifts and promo codes for our shop. We don't want you to miss out on any of the magic we have going on with of Starlight and Moonbeams. Also, be sure to hit the subscribe or follow button on your podcast app to queue up new episodes as soon as they drop and follow us on the socials. Find everything through our link tree in the show notes.
1: Okay, so let's serve the tea. Um, as we said earlier, in the November issue of our MooMemes magazine, psychic medium and energy healer Bunny Gomez, she wrote an amazing article where she shared seven magical tips for surviving the holidays. And so Chris and I thought that in this episode, we would add several more that we have found to be really, really helpful. Um, and I just wanted to say, if you haven't read that issue yet, or the article, Bunny included this really amazing intention jar that you can do. Like if you're someone who likes to do little magical things and, and get your witch on, it's all about intention. And so she has a recipe in there for you to do it and step-by-step on how to create one. And so definitely check that out. And so let's get started Like we said, it's all about surviving the holidays and we are, I want to say we're in the midst of it because we just did Thanksgiving, we finished Halloween or or Samhain and now we're headed into Yule, we're headed into Christmas, we're headed into the new year. There is a ton of, and those are just a few, there are a ton Mm -hmm. of holidays that are being celebrated between now and February or even now and January. All different faiths and cultures have different ways of celebrating the energy of the season. Regardless of how you celebrate that, one thing that is true is that there's a lot of hustle and bustle. There's Mm -hmm. a lot of preparation that goes behind it. There's a lot of tugging on our senses and our wallets to open it up and to buy things. There's a lot of, there's a lot of feelings and emotion and energy that has been expended, as well as for the most of the country, most of the world, people are getting together. They're starting to gather as friends, family, indulging in their favorite family traditions, in creating memories, in coming together to eat and to celebrate and all that kind of stuff. And so I think it's important. Like, I love that this is our episode. This is our topic for the episode today because it's so spot on. And as a side note, when Chrissy and I were talking about it earlier and she's like, yeah, let's do this topic. And here's some of the things we can talk about. I said, also, basically, you channeled me, right? Because I was like, (laughs) yep, yep, yep. So I wouldn't be surprised if this episode resonates strong with me, too, because it's something that I need to hear. Cause yeah, I'm a little crazy when it comes and, to uh, Christmas. <laughs> what? And I'm just
0: gonna chime in here that when I when we were talking about this topic and Belinda responded, "Oh, you mean one whiskey, two scotch,
1: three <laughs> rum," <laughs> and we're just That's gonna my say. Tips. No- <laughs> If you're going to use alcohol to survive the holidays, at least drink responsibly, right? Yes, so uh, there's our do. plug.
0: <laughs> but we're not going to uh, recommend those because neither one of us Mm-mm. are really big drinkers. And no. it doesn't mean we don't every once in a while imbibe, but a lot of people don't anymore, which I think is awesome. I come from a family of alcoholics and... Um, it's not something that I wanted to follow that path on and I just really appreciate it when you don't have that pressure because that that's a, a whole nother thing that you have to deal with, you know, if you're not a drinker because a lot of people are drinking heavily during this time of year. So yay that um, it's becoming more socially acceptable that you don't have to. But if that's your thing, just please do it responsibly and uh, take care of yourself afterward because it does dehydrate you. So once again, I'm going to say drink your water.
1: <laughs> See, it's just a message that keeps on giving, right? It's relevant to all things. <laughs> and you know, what's funny another like we on the subject of drinking for the holidays. It's funny because my job that I work with my husband, I work for a merchandising company and I go into grocery stores, um, different chains and I put up ads and I do coupons and all that kind of stuff. And it's insane the amount of alcohol ads that go in mm. around the holidays. November, we had yeah. them for Thanksgiving, but now it's going in and they're all up. Like they take up a r- ridiculous amount of space for December. <laughs> and I always joke because my first cycle of the new year. All those things come down. And I'm like, yeah, because now we don't have to deal with family, don't have to deal with whatever we're dealing. Yeah. What we're trying to ignore. Now we're all about New Year's resolutions and we're all about, oh, I got to be healthy and I'm going to give up alcohol. So all those <laughs> ads come out. It's hilarious. All of them come out. And then about a, <laughs> a month or two later, they all go back in. For St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> right? <laughs> Just like, Eat, drink and be merry for tomorrow we die. Right. That's such a philosophy. Anywho, like Christy said, that is, that's not, I guess that's a point five magical tip. If you're going to drink, drink responsibly and make sure you drink your water. Don't drink on an empty stomach and make sure that you're, if you're out and about, make sure you're with people that you trust. Yes. So there and you go. Have a designated driver. Exactly. Just be safe. You know, we're all adults. Just make sure we're safe make sure we're responsible. Okay. So, our so. tips
0: for today, though, do not require drinking. So, these are other mm-hmm. ways that you can get through the holidays without um, <laughs> having to experience a bunch of hangovers the next day because those always have right? consequences. <laughs> okay. So, our first magical tip. Do you want to go, Christy? Okay. So number one, we have seven more tips. So number one is all about respecting other people's, you know, respecting differences of everyone that you're engaging with. And then when it gets to a point, you know, especially when it's confrontational with you, don't engage. So you always have that choice as well that you can walk away. And so like Belinda said, There are so many holidays being celebrated by different religions, cultures, traditions, you know, all kinds of different tribes, you know, around the world, however you see it. It's just a big time of year. And I think it really goes back to our ancestors. And, you know, this was the big transition from the outer light harvest, you know, growth and harvest seasons. And now everybody's going within. And this is that huge kind of big festival that they would have to make that transition. And of course, we'll discuss more what Yule is when the time comes. But that means that there's different traditions all around the world. And we don't all have the same beliefs. We all haven't been brought up the same. And rather than getting into that, well, how I believe is better than everybody else, all that does is create more tension. And we're all so crazy right now anyway that it doesn't add anything to the conversation when you're trying to push beliefs on other people. All it does is shut people down. And so there's no opening for communication there anyway. So the big thing is just, you know, respect differences. And that goes from everything from beliefs to what people like to eat, how they like to celebrate, what their traditions are, when they like to do their thing, you know, it's, that's, the differences are just what make our world amazing. If you want to look at it from a spiritual point, we're all facets of the one heart and we are meant to have a different experience from anybody else. Our experience is meant to be unique because that is what the divine is looking for, is a unique way to experience this human life. And so we need those differences and that's what makes it amazing. That's our first tip. And again, if someone is encroaching on your beliefs and, you know, trying to rile you up, the best thing to do is, it sounds cliche, but walk away or just don't engage, you know, change the subject. Humor is always a good way to change the subject on a completely different thing not deprecating hum- humor to them or to yourself, you know, but change it or walk away. You know, you don't have to engage. You don't have to contribute to the tension and the conflict and the argument that's going on in the kitchen or, you know, whatever, what else, whatever's happening. We always have that one uncle who wants to bring up politics or the one aunt who's wants to get all, you know, up in your business Or the mother who wants to tell you how you should wear your hair or whatever (laughs) it is, you know, you can be reactive or you can be responsive and find a way to not engage with that tension. So that's tip number one.
1: And along that same thread, our second tip is to find your joy. There are so many opportunities during this holiday season to find the things that totally resonate with you, that bring you joy, that put that smile on your face, that have you singing Christmas carols or singing songs or dancing in your living room, find your joy. There's so many things that, uh, like I said, that target your attention, that come try me, come try me, that it's easy for you to start investing your energy in things that really, they either don't matter or they bring you stress, or they make you overwhelmed. That's not mm-hmm. what the holidays are for. One way to survive it, you, you can do those things. And by all means, do those things. Because when you're in a family, chances are each family member wants to do something different. So that's okay. Go out and do that and celebrate and honor their joy. But make sure that you're honoring your own joy. What makes you happy? You want to do this? Then let's go do that. And I think we've talked about this off and on through the year, too, of respecting one another's joy, too. Don't pee on someone else's joy just because it doesn't look like yours. So, yeah, yeah, like, you know how, like, we we talked about that with pumpkin spice latte. And, oh, my (laughs) gosh, you're decorating your Christmas tree in November. Like, oh, my gosh, you're supposed to wait to this. No, let's leave all that stuff, all those you should have or why don't you. There's no room for that in the holidays. It's just find what resonates, find what brings you joy and, and honor that. Yeah.
0: And I, you know, I remember, especially as, uh, when I was a mom with small children and you're running around doing all the things for the children, finding that one toy that everybody has to have. I remember driving around every Burger King in the Kansas city area because they had, um, these Toy Story special edition Toy Story toys and we had found two but we needed a third one that was different than all the rest I think it was Buzz Lightyear we drove all you know everywhere looking trying to get a Buzz Lightyear and it was fun for us because it was a date night for us but after a certain point, it stops being fun, and then that's when you gotta, you know, weigh for your kids. Yeah, you'll do anything, but what do you do for yourself? Just make sure that you um, you do those things that bring you joy, as much as that's you wow. focus
1: on bringing everybody else joy. Do you know what? That reminds me of our conversation about that stupid elf on the shelf. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay, stupid. I think it's stupid. If you, listeners, if you love Elf in the Shelf and it works in your family and it brings you joy, I hope that you go all out and everything works and you have a magnificent time this holiday. For me, not so much. I don't like it. And so, but that's one of the things that I had to ask myself. Okay, my grandson is getting to an age and I love to cram as much stuff in to the Christmasing and traditions and memories for him as possible and create new ones. So I asked myself about the Elf on the Shelf and I was like, you know what? I don't think that's, I don't like the idea of it. And so I actually thought, but I do like the idea of him having a buddy where he can go around and do kindness and something where we can take photos and capture, uh, like make a memory book for him. of These are the things he did with his buddy friend. And so I have a Yeti monster and I posted it on Facebook yesterday. And Christy made the comment of, oh my gosh, I'm so glad you don't do off on the shelf for this very reason, because my intentions would start out so well. Like I want him to have fun, blah, blah, blah. But then I could see me being up to all hours of the night, trying to get it, trying to outdo myself. And it would become more stressful. It wouldn't be fun. And especially, especially like, again, with little kids, What's he gonna remember? Is he gonna remember grandma being up all night stressed out? He might remember grandma being stressed because of this stupid elf. Yeah. And so that's another example of just finding your joy and and sticking with it, doing what makes you happy. And if it doesn't make you happy, there is no law, there's no rule that says you can't just say, I tried it, doesn't work, moving on. Not and, for me. Yeah. Yeah. Give yourself permission. Just because 50 people on social media and your time and newsfeed says, Oh my gosh, this is the best thing since sliced bread. We need to do this. Doesn't mean you need to do it. Especially if, especially if it, yeah, if it's not going to yeah. make you happy and yeah. And your kids aren't going to know. That was my little two cents on tip number two, find your joy. And that takes us right into
0: tip number three, which is release attachments to how things quote unquote should be. And I am, growing a reputation for telling people to stop shooting all over themselves we <laughs> yep. are constantly you know saying what should be what we should be doing what how we should look what we should say and right now at this season there's a lot of pressure like you just said you know if all these people on social media which feels like everybody in the world, but it's really a small percentage um, if you consider everybody in the world. And then you even consider everybody you know, it really turns out to be a lot less than you think. But it feels like everyone's doing it and so you should do it too. But there's also the attachments that we get to, you know, we get in our minds, especially if we're doing, for example, giving a party, a Christmas party or making a big meal or getting just the perfect present, and we're really guilty of us these as moms of doing that for our kids, you know the, the, we get stuck in our head exactly what we want to give to them or how we want the party to look and it, it's like homework worthy and you know <laughs> yeah. or um, it should be in a movie. We get that's this idea that we get in our head that nobody ever, meets anyway it's just high expectations and when we release attachments to that and we just allow ourselves to again go back to that joy what brings us joy what brings our family joy and forget about all the shoulds how it should look what should be on the table how the christmas tree so is supposed to look you know or how the lights outside are supposed to be And we get so attached to that. All that does is just create more stress and more pressure. And it's not healthy for us. And then we start making decisions and choices and saying things to people that we don't mean. And, you know, it it just escalates from there. So when you start catching yourself saying, well, it should be like this or I should be doing that. Stop. Take a deep breath. And just ask yourself, really? Really? is it really necessary or will everything be okay if it doesn't quite meet those expectations you had put on yourself and on others and that does reply to others as well because that's a whole nother thing is you know we create tension with other people when because they don't meet our expectations because we become attached to how we think they should be you know how we think they should behave what they should say what they exactly. should be wearing. And it goes for our own, our, our partners, our children, you know, all of them. When we get too attached to what we think sh- things should be, how they should be, what they should look like, that's when we get disappointed and that starts making us feel bad. So, yeah, that's tip number three is don't should on yourself. Don't should on everybody else. Release those attachments and just feel that weight come off of you and feel your ability to breathe deeper with more space. Because you're not trying to meet all of these shoulds.
1: Exactly. And if you want to learn how to release attachments on how things should be, get a toddler. Because, <laughs> yeah, you learn to release a, that attachment. And you, yep. you it really forces you to go with the flow. To, to just say, you know what, just do the best you can. Um, I'm learning that a lot with my little three-year-old. Oh, he's three. I'm learning a lot like that. Like, my Christmas tree should look like this. The tinsel should stay there. But my little guy thinks that the silver tinsel or the silver garland, its garland in America, that it's perfect. Just to pull that sucker off and use it as a fire hose when he's playing fireman. And <laughs> I would take it off him and put it up. It should be here. And now I'm just like, dude, just don't knock the tree over okay right. just do it <laughs> so the top half of the tree is decorated the bottom half not so much and that goes to me thinking my gosh it just has to be perfect my tree has to look like this and i've even called my tree the hallmark tree and now i'm just like you know what i'm just grateful the thing is still standing that the ornaments aren't broken and he's having fun which then goes into the fourth magical tip that we have for surviving the holidays is to be present there's a meme that goes around and I'm talking about this f- totally from a grandma mom uh, position right now there's a meme that's going around that says when you have a kiddo you have about 18 Christmases you have 18 birthdays blah 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 and it goes on like that and when you put it into that situation when you've got little kids and things are crazy and you're thinking oh my gosh it's letting go of all of that and just be present. You know, what is important? The perfect tree, the perfect gift, the the schedule that is flawless and everyone is there on time. The, the child that puts their clothes on in one go and doesn't require you to chase them through the house. And then while they're doing that, they're stripping off and you make the bet. Okay, we're talking about personal things here. This is what my kiddo does. <laughs> or you can say, Okay, like you said, take a deep breath and just be present. What is this moment asking of you? Is it asking you to be perfect? No, it's what is the situation? If it's another person, what are they requiring? Are they requiring a little fun? Yeah, then have fun. Build. I'm big on memories. Build that memory. Take a, a brief pause from whatever schedule you have, whatever calendar, the massive big to-do list, the hustle and bustle, just to be present. And it extends, because we talked about this with Hig, Hig, with Huga, <laughs> <laughs> last podcast of putting down your phone and being present, putting down the to-do list and being present. It also extends to, I know that sometimes the holidays aren't very pleasant for people. Like my father-in-law passed away Christmas, the day after Christmas. And so it's not always a very pleasant thing. You've got families that don't get together anymore because there are grudges or death or trauma. You have parents who may have lost their jobs. And so Christmas isn't fun. Money's not there. Things are tight. It's just be present with what you have. Don't get stuck in the past and let go of that guilt too. I think that's a big one as well of last Christmas or last holiday, oh my gosh, you went all out. There was piles of, piles of presents. Everyone got on and you did all these things. You were able to bake 21 dozen, this is what I did last Christmas, 21 dozen uh, cookies, different cookies to give out to people. But this year, I don't think I can do that. So do I feel guilty or do I just let it go? Let go be present. Every yeah. We're all in different places. We all have different experiences and you just make the best out of what you have of each moment and just enjoy it. It's not about presence. It's not about things. Again, Huga says it's about that connection. It's yeah. about being in the moment and just remembering why it is we celebrate. Are we celebrating for the commercialism and the sparkling lights and and all that, or are we celebrating because we've had a damn good year and we're all together, we're surviving and thriving, we love one another, and we want to celebrate and enjoy our abundance that we've we've come through? So yeah, right, and it also
0: um, means staying present when you're with family members you know your family members that you grew up with and there's a lot of history there and it's easy to get stuck on what happened in the past and you know there might be guilt from the you know way back in the past of dynamics or things that were said at you know holidays five or ten years ago And, you know, we can carry that guilt if it was us or we might carry a grudge against somebody else. And that's not what the holidays are about. That's not what being present is about. It's, again, about that connection. Like you said, it's right now. And you think about the meme. Um, I saw another one recently. um, And maybe because I'm getting older, it, it hit me in a different way than the mother one, you know, that you only have 18 summers 18 Uh christmases 18 birthdays this one was and this applies to everybody you only have maybe 75 christmases you know and you think about how many you've already had so you know it's it's can sound like a big number but it really isn't and especially when you only have some of those with the people in your life you don't get all of them with the people you know your loved ones because they will either pass before you or they were born, you know, when you are much older. So all those grudges, all those arguments from the past, you know, they're, and I'm not talking about toxic relationships, of course. I'm talking about those things that from a healing and healed perspective that you can approach now in a different way and let some of those things go from the past so that you can be present now and let some of that guilt go from the past and be present now and find that way back to connection with your loved ones because you don't know, you know, how many more Christmases or holiday season or birthdays or whatever you might have with them because life, you know, this life really is short. It is. And that kind of segues nicely to tip number five, which is practice gratitude. And we say this all year long. And actually, our magazine, uh, the November issue, was dedicated to gratitude. But it can be really hard to remember to practice gratitude when you have been standing in line at the store for 20 minutes and it feels like it hasn't moved. Or when you're standing in line for your kid to see Santa and they're screaming and hungry and restless and, you know, just having a fit, that can be a difficult time for you. And it can be hard to, you know, find your gratitude then. But it's the time more than ever. And when you can be in gratitude, you cannot hold the emotion of gratitude and anger at the same time. Do you ever think about that? You can't yeah. do both. You you can't even hold the um, emotion of gratitude and sadness at the same time. And so when you're starting to feel whatever is going on with you in the holidays, and you're starting to feel yourself, you know, go, go toward the anger or go toward the sadness or the guilt or those lower vibing frequencies, catch yourself and just look around and think of one thing you can be grateful for, whether it's... That you have air to breathe, you have clean water, that the uh, weather is decent, that you have the money to be able to buy this gift for whoever you're buying for, that you have the time to spend with your child to take them to see Santa or take them, you know, to the parade or whatever it is. And, you know, just that brings you back to present brings mm-hmm. back that appreciation for
1: what the special how special this time of year can be I think too that it, when you practice gratitude it gives you the right perspective it shifts it back you know what mm-hmm. I mean like i'm I'm grateful that I have this okay, so I don't have to be upset and I can let like go of this frustration and yes, things are falling apart and they feel a little chaos and I'm feeling overwhelmed. But you know what? I'm just grateful that I have a home. I'm grateful that I have this. And so I love, like you said, it shifts that perspective and it gets you back in the flow that we would want you to do. And it helps you to survive whatever is happening. It kind of realigns your energy and your focus. Yeah, yeah that's a really good one. Don't you just love, like you would think the gratitude is just, oh, once a month, November, that's Thanksgiving, But gratitude really is a practice you need need every day because it's what keeps you grounded. And it's what Mm -hmm. keeps you, I guess, more living from your heart than off in your head thinking and causing chaos. (laughs) (laughs) And so this sixth tip for surviving the holidays, oh my gosh, I think this was personally written for me. It's about, okay, so... We talked about the hustle and bustle, the endless to-do list, the overwhelm. You've got family. Things don't always go the way you want. That generates thoughts, which generates emotions. Like you, you're, I just see myself. Oh my gosh, we're supposed to be going to a Christmas party right now. And you still don't have your socks on. And that's to my husband. You're still not ready. (laughs) What do you mean? We're out the door and you still haven't, you haven't got your water bottle. That's my mother-in-law my kid is running down the street. I'm like, okay, there's emotions that come with that. We have that every single day, but a way for us to really survive the holidays is find a different way to, I guess, release that energy, release those feelings because we don't stuff them. We don't bottle them. We don't ignore them because it's not healthy to ignore your emotions, even when they're what we perceive as negative, right? we think, oh, frustration is negative. We we can't feel negative. No, you feel what you feel and then find a way to release it. Because what happens is when you don't release it, when you bottle it, you end up unleashing it on your family. You unleash it on a stranger. You unleash it on yourself because it puts you in a bad mood and it sets you back. Like how many people can get really like upset and chaotic and overwhelmed and be able to go out and accomplish their list you can't sometimes you just need that clear mind and you need that focus so you need to release that stuff and get rid of it so that you're no longer holding onto it so one way for you to do that is if you're a journal writing person write it down the beautiful thing about writing down your thoughts and feelings as you're going through them is it helps you establish a pattern if you need to look for a pattern hang a second. Why do I feel this way? Well, let me go back to my journal. Oh, look, whenever this happens, I get triggered. Okay, so what was I thinking? What was I feeling? That's a good way to heal. And it gets it out. That's why sometimes if you can't uh, talk with someone that you trust, you write it down. It's a process of just getting it out of expressing it. Because I know for me, when I'm frustrated, and and I'm like this Belinda monster, it's because Some need, some thought, something that I need is I'm not able to express it or I'm not getting it met. And so by writing it down, that helps. Or you reach out to someone that you love. Um, Go take a walk. Fresh air does the body good. Exercise. Get the heart pumping so that it gets things flowing within your body. I imagine it gets your energy flowing too. And it gives you a chance. It gives you space for the situation to go out and just think it through and see beyond the emotion that you're thinking. Because most times, once that emotion has subsided or it has um, de-escalated, we can think, oh my gosh, yeah, that was that was totally me, or okay, this is what needs to happen, or this is how I can approach that situation. It gives you the needed perspective. It gives you the needed insight because you've quieted everything down by going for a walk. I know for me, especially I, I learned this in my natal chart, my birth chart, because of where my Mars, I think it's my Mars is positioned in order for me to, and I always forget this, in order for me to process those feelings, those intense emotions, I need to be physical. So along with walking, but if you can't go for a walk, go, dance, go do something. My mother-in-law, she, she she, frustration cleans. She emotion cleans. It's that movement of doing things. The The whole point of it is to find what works for you and do it so that when you do find yourself starting to get worked up and getting tense and you're about to snap at your, your family and ruin the whole aesthetic, the whole thing that you've been planning for Christmas, the whole feeling, go do that. You know, do ask yourself, are you tired? Are you thirsty? Are you? I ask these myself, am I hungry? Am I hangry? Am I overstimulated? Do I need to go take a 10 minute break just where I don't have to worry about anything and I don't see anything? That kind of thing. Ask yourself those questions why you feel that way. So, yeah,
0: finding ways to release those emotions rather than lashing out at your family will make your holidays go a lot smoother and keep everyone um, a little happier, including yourself. And I like to journal because I'm an internal processor. Um, I'm not one who really, you know, reaches out to other people to talk my way through things unless the journaling just is not working. And I haven't always been a journal person. I've tried um, because I'm a writer, you know, ever since I was young, I've tried to keep a journal and it never worked for me. But this doesn't necessarily mean, you know, keeping a diary like you have to do it every single day to journal down what your thoughts are. This is, you know, uh, situation specific. And it applies, you know, when you're at those tense family dinners with the the old, the elders who you know are starting to generate some issues within you, and you feel yourself triggered or whatever. Instead of lashing out, you know, you go for a walk, you get out in nature, you go find your journal, and you write it out there, so that you're not um, expressing something that nobody else needs to hear, or at least those people don't need to, or you're you're not doing it in a way that's going to hurt others. So, um, and it all just really comes back to tip number seven, which is self-care, you know, make sure you stick to your self-care routines and that includes, you know, whatever your morning routine and your evening routine is to care for yourself, your hygiene, your skin, your hair, you know, it's, it's, it's that part of the routine as well. But it also includes making sure you get plenty of rest, which can be hard during this time, especially if there's travel involved, you know, that can really upset things. So if you can find your way back to center by coming back to your routine, even if you have to alter it a little bit, but find those parts of your routine that are extra important to you and at least be able to do those things. Um, adapt how you might need to make sure you're getting your exercise again make sure if meditation is something that you do that you're not letting that slip because that again you know when you go into meditation and you're just emptying yourself out then you can find that clarity to be able to deal with things from a more a healthier perspective and don't forget to ask for help it's okay to ask for help you don't have to do it all yourself Um, you don't have to do it all, period. And what you do (laughs) choose to do, you don't have to do all on your own. So, you know, ask for help. It doesn't mean you're weak or, you know, that you're not good enough or anything. It actually means that you are respecting yourself and your abilities and your own boundaries. So don't be afraid to ask for help.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And see, most time as women, when it comes to these holidays and preparing for them and getting everything done, especially as mothers, we're the ones that take on everything to organize everything. And it really comes back to the philosophy of of Starlight and Moonbeams and of uh, Starlight Tea of making sure your cup is full so you serve from the saucer, not that you Serve and do all these things for everyone else and then deplete yourself. That way, not mm-hmm. only is everyone else having an amazing holiday, but you're also having an amazing holiday. You can also enjoy it because you're not off balanced. You're you've taken care of your needs. And so yeah, yeah, I think it's important. Yep. I need to remind myself, put it a big <laughs> big note on my door. Yeah. Take care yeah. of yourself, Belinda. Cause yeah.
0: It's it's really hard um, for mom. Ma- I I'm sorry for all the dads out there. I know there's a lot going on for you, and I know a lot of the younger dads are more involved in all of this. But there's another meme going around social media about all the magic of the holidays is really an exhausted mom working her butt off to make her kids happy and everybody else happy, and it doesn't have to be that way. I mean, yeah, you want to do some things, but the exhaustion part, it doesn't have to be that way. If you can find a way to take care of your own needs, find your own joy,
1: you know, follow some of these tips that we've provided today. I think number seven is probably the most important uh, for surviving the holidays. Make sure you're taken care of first. Make sure your needs are taken care of. So yeah, I love that one. Good tip, Christy. Um,
0: These are all great tips. And if you want some more, like Belinda said, Bunny has an amazing article in the November issue of Moonbeams Magazine. And she even includes how to do an aura cleanse, as well as that recipe for making a comfort jar that Belinda spoke of. And her tips are really good for that self-care part. So make sure you check that out in our November issue.
1: So Belinda, what starburst are you sharing today? Well, to go along with the holiday season, I know even in my area, but I'm sure it's happening all over the country, is to start paying attention to your local holiday bazaars that are happening, the fairs, sometimes your farmer markets have extended and go and check them out. It's a way for you to be part of your community, meet new people, but also get to see what everyone is doing you know it's a great chance for you to get gifts and things like that I know that I plan on going to my one I'm hoping next weekend it's just fun things just to see how talented people are so that is my starburst short and simple support your local holiday bazaars And I'm going to spin off that with my starburst
0: and just say support your local businesses in general and small businesses. Those big corporations, I mean, yeah, it's it's fast and easy to just be able to go online and order something and it's delivered to your door the next day or maybe the same day or, you know, whatever. And it's cheap and everything. But I mean, how many other people have the exact same thing? you know, go to Etsy, go to your local bazaars and your craft shows and, you know, your, your small businesses around your community because those are parents and grandparents and, you know, the money that you spend there, that is going for them to be able to keep a roof over their head, for their kids to be able to, you know, have school supplies or be able to participate in dance or sports or whatever I mean you're making a very much more real and direct influence when you shop local and you shop small businesses and just as a little side note there that I'm not sure if it's really a side note but just to add that artists authors and musicians are all small businesses so don't forget us <laughs>
1: So, thank you so much for joining us for this cuppa. Please come back next Wednesday when we'll be serving the tea on another deliciously magical topic. You can find Starlight Tea on Spotify, Apple, GoodPods, Google, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and Player FM. In the meantime,
0: be sure to follow us at Starlight Tea Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. And if you have a question or a topic suggestion, feel free to DM us or email hello at starlightteapodcast.com. We hope you'll join us next week. And in the meantime, remember to keep your teacup overflowing so you can serve from the saucer. Now go make some magic.